We go through this experience where we think there's a break in our mental health when really it's an awakening to our spirit. It's that soul language that is saying, follow me. You have to trust that. You have to trust and be yourself, even sometimes when it's hard. Like you think that people may not accept you, it's okay. Then you maybe need to find another tribe or you have to not be afraid to walk alone as long as you're walking on the path that you're being guided to walk. Because like we said, so many ancestors and people before us had to walk the lonely path in order to be who they are and bring their abilities and gifts to the world. Do you often feel your intuition is trying to tell you something? Most likely it is. Welcome to I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant, the only podcast that teaches decolonizing spirituality and tarot, demystifying black girl magic, and normalizing intuitive giftedness to empower your intuition as a superpower. Now here's your host, Tanya Melendez, the original tarot life coach, co-creator of the Intuitive Sorceress program, and hostess of Royal Reset Retreats and voted number three psychic medium in the world. And welcome back to another exciting episode. And today's guest is Ellen Edmondson. She is someone that I had the pleasure of meeting in an online space at a time when I know I needed more than a reading. I found a sister, a beautiful spirit. I know I was guided right to her at that right and divine time. And her gifts as a spirit artist and so much more are truly amazing to witness. And so I want her to introduce herself and her amazing gifts because she has so many of what it is she truly does. And then, of course, I have to share my story of what magic I saw you create in my life. And so, beloved, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. I really appreciate you having me here today to talk with you and, and your audience. I, I really appreciate that. And so for me, I'm I'm a psychic medium. I am a spirit artist. And with my art, I do different kinds of art. I do orographs and portraits and spirit guides and I'm also an intuitive coach, and I work with people intuitively to help coach them through their life circumstances. And I'm also an advocate for children, highly intuitive kids, and have launched a project around that to help the next generation of young intuitives to come up and have a better way and maybe easier way to get people more open to their abilities and their gifts and what they bring to the world and how we can work with our young folks. That's a great place to segue because we are creating a new generation and having these conversations is a part of that legacy, is a part of that education, is a part of that message, that word getting out, because we know that we're a generation that came in with Chiron, the wounded healer. We had to heal our parents' wounds and the wounds of our past, and so we could now set off the course for a whole new generation. So we will soon be the ancestors. And so we are teaching them as much ancient as we know, because they're coming into 
a circumstance experience where they're going to be more self-actualized. And so I imagine your spirit guides have given you this divine mission and work for a very sacred reason. And so tell us about your journey, beloved. What has it been like for you to be on this journey as a psychic medium, as a mother also of a highly intuitive child? Let us know about your journey. Wow. Well, you know, it's been interesting journey because from my childhood, I always felt different and I knew I was different, but I didn't have the words for what I was experiencing. And I suppressed a lot of it because I grew up in religion. I grew up Catholic. And so coming up that way, my family was very religious, very spiritual, very religious. But through that Catholic upbringing, that was extremely helpful for giving me a grounding in connecting, having a personal relationship with, you know, the higher source. And so I never could put words on what I was experiencing, but I always knew that I felt guided and I felt, you know, communicated to, and I just had this connection that I was being led to what I needed to do, but I didn't really fully come in to understand and embrace my gifts of mediumship fully until I got much older and started understanding that there was really more behind this and different words and labels to help me to understand that it was actually mediumship or, you know, intuitive psychic abilities that I was using. And then the art came ever since I was a little girl, I loved to draw, but I never had art classes. I would just sit and draw. But my gift of being a spirit artist came much later because I just moved in and out of that as kind of a little hobby and didn't think much of it. But it wasn't until I got older that I really started seeing that in my life, how my abilities were helping me before I knew fully that I was a psychic medium was I went into the business world. And I was went and got my degree, undergraduate degree in finance, and I started working in the federal government at the age of 22. And when I did that, I started at 22, but by the time I was 14 years, I worked my way up to a senior executive. And for in the government, for people who know that, that's pretty amazing because I was 36 years old, and that's a level that most people didn't usually hit until their 50s. But what I realized was through all of that, I was being guided and using my intuitive abilities to help me move up the corporate ladder. I knew how to read people. I knew how to, my ability as an empath, I could connect with people and I could read situations and people. And that helped me. And then just intuitively being able to know, see patterns and putting things together and making decisions and solving problems, answers would just come to me. Go to bed at night. Wake up in the morning, have an answer to a solution at work. So I didn't know how guided I was, was, but all of that was playing into me being guided. And then as I got older and moved out of my career, I decided I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I hit a plateau because I felt that my soul was telling me there was something more that I needed to do. And working the long hours and traveling had the job and the money and all the prestige, but I still was longing for more. And I ended up quitting my job without another job to go to. And I had a mortgage and and cars and all the bills and everything to go with that. But I've had to take a leap of faith. I felt like I was selling my soul every time I went into work at that point because it wasn't where I wanted to be. And so I took a leap of faith and I was like, you know, God, universe, I'm going to quit. And I know you'll guide me. I'll be guided to what's next. And I ended up meeting my husband, got engaged, got married, and went on the path of starting a family, which is what I always wanted to do as well. 
And then as we went down that path, when I had my son, my abilities started opening up. And that's when I found out all these gifts came on very quickly. Within nine days, I went from automatic writing to automatic typing to actually even vocal transcommunication and didn't know what any of it was. And so I, from that point in forward, I had to go on a journey of self-discovery of trying to figure out what all this meant and how to handle it. I'm thinking, because of my Catholic religious background, that I'm, I'm like, I'm going cuckoo berries, what's going on? But thanks to my wonderful husband, (laughs) who he was like very supportive. And he said, no, I don't, there's more going on here. He got us into an intuitive development class. And from there, it set the groundwork for me just working through this and trying to embrace it and overcoming. I think the biggest part was my belief system, what I grew up in, how I was conditioned, what I was taught to believe, and that mediumship wasn't something that we've embraced or really thought about. I was always interested in a little bit. I always knew there was something more with that, but I never, I never would have imagined I'd be doing what I'm doing today. And now I've embraced it. And as I opened my son's ability, when he was born, we started noticing he had abilities, but we hadn't seen it in a child, but he started opening. And so my son is highly intuitive as well, but it's been a process and it's been one that I fully welcome now after I got over my belief system and fully embrace it because I know there's a bigger purpose for what I'm meant to do. And I'm a practicing medium and, you know, advocating for this area of understanding in mediumship and intuitive abilities for adults and for kids. Oh, you just said so many amazing things because that's the truth. We have to take that leap of faith. It's very much like the tarot cards. You know, it starts at that zero point, that fool card. You have to jump off the cliff, the cliff that does not have, you know, what we look for in the world as a safe landing, another job you know? And so that right there, sister, was so rich because that is so true. We have to, if we say we believe in spirit, spirit always says that I need you all in. You can tiptoe around the pool for as long as you want to, but when you're ready, you must come all in. And I know for myself, that was for me when I was told no more trying to act like you only drink a little, Tanya. You have to stop drinking completely. And I was like, who will I be? And that's the place. That's ground zero of who will I be without alcohol for you was without your job, you know? And I had that jumping off point too with when I quit my job as a librarian. So you opened so many amazing doors. And yes, the journey It starts with the belief system, which is why this is called I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant, because we go through this experience where we think there's a break in our mental health when really it's an awakening to our spirit. It's that soul language that is saying, follow me, follow me. And it's not like, you know, Yeshua or some, you know, it could be an ancestor, but it is a spirit, something that takes over a voice that finally gets louder than the other voices and says, if you do this, this is what you will have. But it is that belief, that faith, and that trust. And so let's talk about intuition and mental health and your wellness. Tell me a little bit about how that journey has been for you, because you even said, you know, you thought you were going a little bonkers. And so 
for me, when I did think, I knew that something unique and special was happening, but I didn't know what. And I was questioning myself because, like I said, when I, I didn't know what automatic writing was. And when I started doing that, my hand just started moving. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. I don't even, how am I doing this? But see, I was guided to a library to get a book. It was Raymond Bookland's Book of Spirit Communications and two on, books on automatic writing. And I happened to take them home one night and I opened and just started reading. I'd never had an interest in these topics before. I just happened to walk by the metaphysical section. But that was spirit calling to me to follow, you know, to pick this up. And knowing me, I needed to have something tangible and and logical to, because I'm a very logical person being numbers and business. And when I was reading about it, and it just started unfold, but I went from automatic writing to automatic typing. And all of this just so quickly in nine days. And I was like, I can't believe what's happening. This is like really weird. And really, the big thing for me was, thank goodness I had my husband as the support system. Because when I questioned myself, and even throughout my journey, when I questioned myself, he's like, no, there's something. You're the most logical person I know. So you're not, (laughs) you're not crazy. You're not losing it there's something more to explain here. And he did his research and that's where he took my hand and we worked through this. And he was like, let's get to a class. So I think a big part of it was having that support and finding people as a resource to help you. Because once we went to that class and I was able to sit down and talk with the Reverend who ran the intuitive development session, explain everything that was happening. Her words to me, she's like, sweetie, she said, you're not, you're not going crazy. You're not losing it. You have a gift. You have gifts that you're meant to share with the world. And she said, so what you need to do now is you need to, she's like, set up YouTube, do Facebook, do these different things and start putting it out there and share it. But for me, I was like, I still don't know, you know, what do I do? How do I do this? But at that point, it was a few months later, we set up a website and I started sharing the writings. I was getting all these inspired writings, channeled writings coming through and started sharing them out with the world, not thinking anybody would be looking at this, but people went out and they started reading. And so I started seeing the power of listening to what I was hearing and the information that was given to me and following it and learning to trust. Because the more I trusted, the more I saw that it was okay and things were unfolding in different ways for me. And then I started the art, never having art classes. This whole process, this whole journey has been a journey like you said, Tanya, of trust, of really trusting. And so I started realizing I had to trust myself. I had to trust what was coming through me. I had to trust what spirit was giving me. And I had my doubts on like whether I could do this and how this would work. But for me, I always go back to center of that connection with the higher source. If I just trust, then everything will will work out. And so we all get in our moments of doubt, but I had to believe in that. And that's what's carried me through. So and the support, the trusting, and the just knowing in my heart to follow the call on me for a bigger purpose that I always knew that I had, but I didn't know where it was going to lead. And the unknown is always scary. It absolutely is. And I think that's the reason that people don't pursue what is in their heart because they're afraid. Again, we have to go back to that ground zero, the tarot card, the fool. It takes a leap, not a skip, not a, oh, a jaunt. It takes a leap. Mm -hmm. Like you really have to dive in. You know, like I said, I tried to tippy toe and was like, oh, even Jesus drank wine. That was what I would say as my excuse for drinking. Right. And 
there is no half stepping here. Mm -hmm. And so I just, oh my gosh, I just love everything that you shared because we have to believe because we can all have a higher sense of our intuition. I share this with people all the time. Imagine if we studied the stars and the sun and the moon and the natural rhythms of the earth instead of TV and celebrities and, you know, buying things. Imagine who we would be. And But look at our ancestors, the things that they have built that are still standing to this day lets you know that they were at a higher level of intelligence. So we have to become self-aware. We have to discover more of what's out there and down there and up there. But first up, what's all up in here? So thank you for all that you said, because there's a whole world in here we don't know, and yet we want to keep going further out into space. And so, yeah, thank you for that. Can I just say with what you just said about like our ancestors and the things that they've built that have stood they had to trust. And I'm sure some of them questioned whether they were doing the right thing or whether they were like, they were thinking outside the box, whether they were losing it, but they had, everything is built on that trust of what your abilities, your talents that you're given. And like you said, not being afraid to step over and go forward. Even when people don't believe you or don't believe in what you're bringing to the table, if you know that it's feeling right to you and you're guided to do it, do it. Every single time. It is never wrong. That's why I, again, I'm not crazy. I'm clairvoyant because even if it sounds crazy, it's like, oh my God, this doesn't make sense, but I am being guided to do this. I don't know how many times I had to tell myself that exact thing, right? And so how is that now affecting your mental health and wellness? So now that you've anchored in, I know I'm intuitive. This is who I am, what I am, and what I offer. How does that support your, your mental health and wellness now, especially as a, a Black woman entrepreneur? How does that, you know, really anchoring in and who you are? Well, for me now, I know that, you know, I know my sensitivities and I know how I need to self-care for myself, especially being an empath and being sensitive to the energies around me. And even with my son, seeing that in him, you know, just making sure that we do the things to protect our energy, to ground ourselves, to be more protective and shield ourselves from any situations or even individuals that may have energies that's counter to what keeps us in our self-care mode of being in a happy, positive space. So we, we do that. We make sure we have our rituals of doing that grounding and surrounding ourselves every day and clearing our space. We are very conscious about keeping our home, the energy of our home and balanced and spaced and decluttered. And so it's all of that, you know, plays into your mental health wellness and just overall wellness. And I think the main thing that helps for me, and this is what we're modeling for our son, is just being authentically you. You have to trust that. You have to trust and be yourself, even sometimes when it's hard. Like you think that people may not accept you, it's okay. Then you maybe need to find another tribe or you have to not be afraid to walk alone as long as you're walking on the path that you're being guided to walk. Because like we said, so many ancestors and people before us had to walk the lonely path in order to be who they are and bring their abilities and gifts to the world. So for me, it's just being authentic. It's embracing the wholeness of who I am. I used to, even when I started moving on this path, I, I'd be afraid. I'm not going to tell people I'm a psychic medium. I'm not going to tell people I'm a spirit artist. Now I, I embrace it. This is who I am. 
this is who I am and I'm showing up that way and I'm showing my son modeling for him because he told me at one point when I'm telling him to embrace his abilities and be him, he said, mom, I can't be me until you be you. Stop hiding. And I was like, wow, that was out of the mouths of faith. That was it. Wake up call. Universe hit me right in the face and said, how can you help your child if you're not being true and authentic to yourself? And it was with that, I will honestly say his words straight from the universe coming through him, channeled through him to me that said, you need to step up, embrace this and do a better job at being authentic and true to yourself so you can help your son. And then not only that, be guided to help others with your gifts and abilities. So that's how I keep myself mentally, you know, my mental health and self-care is just being authentic. And that's so true that that authenticity, you know, that's the part of the self-discovery. That's the part that so many people are afraid to go on, but you've got to know your light and your dark. You know what I'm saying? That's what it means to know yourself, that sense of wholeness. And so, you know, I'm a cancer. I'm emotional, but I love to be home, but I'm also a Leo. I need to be out. So knowing that that's just the outside of me, but my inner me, what does she need? What does she not need? What does she need some support on? And, you know, so we have to know that inner self because that is how we develop trust, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've really really have been getting deeper into that with lifting weights, like, because that voice that's saying, you can do it, you can do it, you know, that is a high vibrational voice that's giving you strength, like literally giving me strength. And so, you know, we have to get to a place within ourselves that we can crank up that sound, crank up that voice, because that's our soul voice, mm-hmm. louder than any of the other voices. And so I really love that you said that and really supporting and how you say sane, because we need that. You know, I love to go walking. I do my walking and talk to the sun and talk to the mountains every day. Like my walk is also my meditation. It's my clearing. It's my healing. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm right here with you because I love a walk. That's how I start every day is with a meditation walk. I'm not a person that can just sit and meditate like some people can. Mine has to be movement. So I walk and just be out in nature. And that's just my connecting point. That's it because it's the clouds. It's being able to, and I never take a device like, no, 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 no. I'm not listening to anything but the birds. Like, And I love that I can hear I can hear, I know when there's hummingbirds nearby because I know their chirp. And I'm like, I love that about me. I love that I know the chirp of a hummingbird. Out of all the other birds, I can pick that one up. And it's because I give myself time to listen. And yes, so, and then I love going walking barefoot and sitting in the sun and just sitting on the ground on Mother Earth and because nature feeds us, which is why so many people go on vacations mm-hmm. in places of paradise, like Puerto Vallarta. And so I love that you said that because as intuitives, that's how spirit speaks to us at the highest level, be it a, a frog, a snake, a bird, whatever it is. And we all have different signs and symbols from spirit. And so that's another part of our self-discovery journey. Are you a woman who feels like she's missing a part of herself? Now more than ever, the intuitive self is calling out the imposter. 
for more aligned action and crystallized vision. The divine feminine power of intuition needs care just like the body. And like the moon, it is self-generating and renewing. And it's time for you to plan and prosper, to empower your next steps, harnessing your intuition to pave the way. Discover a whole new you. Our mission is to empower the intuition of one million women, especially women of color. Why? Because the future is female. And because an intuitive woman is a dangerously powerful woman. If you're interested and ready for intuitive executive coaching, book a discovery call for ways to work with me. The links are in the show notes. And know, beloved, you're not crazy. You're clairvoyant. I want to ask you, and I know you, you know, shared a little bit about your superpower, but what would you say are your intuitive superpowers? Like, what do you know? Like you shared your automatic writing, automatic typing. Now you've got spirit art. What else? What else has spirit given you as an intuitive superpower? Wow. So definitely, like you said, just the mediumship, being able to communicate with departed loved ones, spirit guides, you know, even ascended masters through channeling the writings, like I mentioned, um, automatic writing and just inspired writings. I do orographs uh, for people, which is a form of symbolic art of psychic reading, really like a soul reading of people using art and symbols and pulling together a picture that's infused with energy for people of their guides. And I do channel messages with those empathy. I'm a strong empath as well. <laughs> just a little bit of everything. I'm just in very clear. For me, when they communicate, I have flashes of clairvoyance and I can use clairvoyance, but I'm, my strongest suit is um, hearing is the clear audience. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's kind of a little bit of everything. And the thing that I'm so, I love so much is I'm so open like I mentioned about the orographs, that just came to me during the pandemic to try it. I've heard of them and I don't do mine the way that other spirit artists have done theirs. I just let myself sit and be guided and my guides have taken it and made it my own. And they continue to work with me on doing things differently. But it goes back to like what we talked about is just trusting and knowing I have the ability and trusting them to use it through me in the way that they want me to express it and not thinking there's a prescribed way that it has to be done. So it's always evolving and opening and I'm just letting them lead the way. Even with the children's effort I mentioned, I was just last year started receiving downloads of information and just channeling through me on and waking up, getting up, writing notes. If anybody has that happen, just write, let them tell you what they want you to do. And then trust yourself enough and trust them enough to follow through with it. So I'm always evolving right? <laughs> and letting it just open and flow through whatever way it's going to come. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it is. It's a it's a flow. And then it's up to us to follow through because it's it takes great will. It takes great will to not listen to what we've been conditioned to do mm -hmm. and to follow through on another path. And so that leads me then to my next question. And this is, is there anything that you can think of in the past, a moment where you didn't trust your intuition and that you regret it now? 
Is there anything that you regret, like a moment where you're like, you know what, I should have listened because so many of us have that. And that's also another moment where we can awaken. And so do you have anything like that? Well, you know, one that comes to mind for me right now is because I just have moved into a much better place. It was about five years ago. I was going to pick my son up from school and a woman ran into the back of my car. So I was going to physical therapy and getting healed and working through that. In the process, I went to see a chiropractor. And it's funny because I was going for treatment there. And I clearly heard that day, don't go to the chiropractor. Don't go in for treatment. But I felt like, and I, because my doctor had basically somewhat, she had cleared me. And so they just wanted me to go for maintenance. But I clearly heard, don't go. But I was like, well, my logic mind, I need to go. You know, they told me I need to go in for maintenance. So I went anyway. And it was that day I went in for treatment and I actually came out worse. I got injured further by that treatment at the chiropractor. And it set me into a spiral of many more years of trying to recover from that. But I, that was one time I said, you know what? <laughs> I should have listened and I should have rescheduled or not gone that just set my life in a different direction. I'm much better now, but I said, if I had listened to that voice and I shouldn't have gone against it, I would have saved myself some time and years of more healing that I didn't need to go through had I followed what they were trying to guide me not to do that day. And so it just takes that split second, that little bit of time of not listening that it can change things for you dramatically. Absolutely. And that's why I asked this question, because that is how simple it is. And that's why I said our will, you know, that's why they talk about will in the spiritual text of the Bible. They talk about our free will. It is always a choice. Just like we have the choice to wake up happy, we have the choice to call it a crappy day. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's all this free will. And that's one of the biggest points about our intuition, again, is faith. So we've talked about belief, we've talked about trust, and now this is really about faith. And that is a spiritual practice in itself, mm -hmm. all by itself. So what would you say, and I know we, we want to wrap things up, but I've just got two more quick questions for you. And so what would you say is your practice of faith? And what does that look like for you? My practice of faith is... The one thing I, I come to realize, and, and like I said, I grew up through religion. And for me, my practice of faith is connecting every day, like we said, is my personal relationship with the higher source. I work on that every day with gratitude, with just making time to sit in the silence, to make sure I am listening. So, you know, I will talk to the higher source, but I always make time to actually sit and listen and receive answers. So for me, it's that connection and a staying in alignment with it. And every day listening to something positive that feeds my soul and helps me to go back to that connection. So for me, faith is a practice of everyday practices and techniques that make sure that I stay connected and knowing that the higher source is leading me. And so my faith is that. And the more I do that, the more I, I really do trust. And sometimes when I think, ah, maybe I shouldn't, you know, I let my mind get in the way, then I always kick back into, but it hasn't failed you before when you listen to that small voice inside. So stick with it and follow it. And that's the faith that I keep going back. So faith for me is a bunch of small practices that keep me connected to the source. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. You said so many things. And that is absolutely the truth because, you know, faith is about presence. There's faithing, faith, you know, that's not even in the English vernacular. So truly faith is present. It's present, you know, because you can't say, oh, I was having some faith yesterday, you know, and so it's really staying connected in this moment, every moment by moment as again, a choice. So my next question for you, this is a juicy one. And then the last one will be a fun one. And so what are some of your divine visions for 2023? Any downloads that you've, that spirit, you know, is asking to shine through you or flow through you at this time? Wow. I think for me, just more the downloads that I've been getting is to build upon the foundation that's been laid and just to continue owning my authenticity, owning my abilities, following the call and really leaning into it more. You know, I, I can trust, but I need to trust even more and let myself be guided even more. So I just see my what I'm feeling, and what they're guiding me to is just to do more of what I've been doing. And so I see growing this whole effort with understanding and advocating for adults and children, you know, like this whole area of intuitive intelligence and mediumship and psychic mediumship, just all of this continuing to be a voice for it and not shying away from it. You know, even when people may look and think weird or strange, like I said, no change ever happens if you don't have people standing up willing to be the voice and advocate for a different change, a new consciousness, a new way of looking at things. And so that's more the downloads I've been getting is just to keep doing that and keep, you know, putting out information. Fingers crossed. My book will be out next year. <laughs> so the downloads of information that Spirit has been giving me, just be the mouthpiece for it. And that's, that's what I'm going to continue to do. And uh, the more I can do that, the more I model it for my son. And I hope to model it for other children and other people and help them to come more into understanding this is not it's not crazy. It's the way of life for a lot of people and that we need to own it and talk about it and advocate for its normalcy. Yes. Yes. Some of one of the components of this podcast is decolonizing spirituality and normalizing intuitive giftedness because intuitive giftedness is the way of the future. It is the divine vision. This is why we are having this age of Aquarius and, you know, authenticity is the new currency. You know, it's our energy is everything, but so is our authenticity. And that's why it is required. It is required for our intuitive gifts to come through because if you're fake and full of you know, <laughs> full of it or full of yourself or full of the world, it's not authentic. This is how so many people get scammed because even though they know they're searching so much for something outside of themselves to give them an answer, but your intuition is your most authentic self. And this is why you've got to get over yourself. You have to break down who you are to break through to who spirit wants you to be. Again, going back to that full card, going back to that leap of faith, you know, because drinking for me, my breakdown moment was I was sitting in a club five in the morning and I was like, what am I doing here? And spirit was like, yeah, what are you doing here? You, It's time for you to make it or break it. I'm not giving you any more chances. And it was like, seriously, a wake up moment for me. It was like, if you don't stop drinking now, it's over. 
And I promised myself, I made that promise to spirit that I was done. And that then increased my abilities. Like you said, we have to have these moments, just like that butterfly has to go through that, you know, mushing together before it comes out as this beautiful butterfly. And so, yeah, our work really now is to support those who are, who are awakening. That's what I truly feel. Like some of my predictions and prophecies are that we are supporting those who are awakening in the best way that we can. So thank you for that, sister. Thank you. And last but not least, the Black Psychic Librarian in me is coming out. So what's in your book stack? What's in your book stack? What's on your list to read next? Oh, wow. Let's see. What am I reading next? I'm always reading between a whole bunch of different books. Um, with the research I've been doing for kids, I've been reading books like um, The Highly Intuitive Child that's out there. For me, you know, it's funny. I just picked up a book on mediumship explosion or medium explosion. I can't remember the author's name, but just talking about how there are so many more people who are coming in, you know, out there doing this work. But then it talks about the importance of, like we're talking about, being authentic and coming from a good intention place so that we can really help people in the best way with this ability and with mediumship. So that's one that I have on my list that I've been reading right now, but I'm always between a whole bunch of, <laughs> of different books, but that one, that one's the one I'm, I'm diving into. It got recommended to me. <laughs> oh, I love it. And see, this is why I asked because the librarian in me just wants to know what everybody's reading and do I need more books? <laughs> Absolutely not, but <laughs> she, she likes books. So I always have to wrap things up with a book question. So Oh, beloved, that was such a rich. I just wanted to say a thank you to you, because when we're talking about authenticity, you doing this, like you said, putting your voice out there and talking about this as well, um, sharing your story, us sharing our stories. It helps people to know that it's OK and it's not strange or it's not weird. This is a, it is. It's our superpower. Everybody's superpowers, their intuition, their intuitiveness. And so I love the fact that you're being authentic and you're really embracing your power and being a role model for people by doing this podcast and helping to be a voice that's going to be changing the consciousness of the way forward. So thank you to you for what you're doing. Uh, thank you so much because it's time. It's time. And so I also wanted to share with the listeners is that that orograph, you know, it's actually, I have it in my yoga studio. So I, as soon as I walk in the room, it's right there at my eye level. And it's something that feeds my spirit every day, knowing that spirit channeled it through you for me. And then I also have one of your spirit art pieces, my beloved brother who passed away in 2019, you know, when that photo, when that, that energy of him came through, you know, it, it brought me into shock. And I had no idea because, and, and you know this now, he thought I was crazy and thought I was off of my block, you know, like, oh, my sisters think she's one of those. But when he came through you in that art, he let me know that, wow, Tanya, you can hear me. You are such a powerful medium. It was like his, he was confirming for me everything 
that his logical mind told him the opposite of, you know what I'm saying? And so that coming through was such an incredible gift. And I just thank you so much for that. I am so grateful forever for our connection. And thank you so much again. I can tell we could have more conversations about this for sure. And so I'll have to have you back. So (laughs) share with everyone how they can get in touch with you, you know, and, and all of your beautiful ways of contact, please. Okay. Well, people can reach out to me through my website, which is ellenedmondson.com. And my email address is on there. It's ellen at ellenedmondson.com. And if anybody is interested in the work of having access to information for kids who are highly intuitive, you can go to highlyintuitivekids.com. And then there's an email address there, thehighlyintuitivekids at gmail.com. And with that, there is a Facebook group that we are running that we have information and support. There are families there. Um, We do interviews with different authors and experts to help talk to families and how to support their children so that we can make sure the next generation of young gifted intuitives and, you know, have the support that they need that we older ones may not have gotten younger because people didn't understand it, but people are understanding it more. So that information is out there as well. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so, so, so grateful for the work that you do. So again, just thank you so much for being here, beloved. I send you so much love and light, and I can't wait to see and hear from you again. And until next time, sending you much love and light. Ashe. Thank you. Did this podcast impact you or touch a heartstring, beloved? Our mission on I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant is to decolonize spirituality and tarot so we can lean into our mystic self as powerful women, especially black and brown women of color. You can help us spread this into the world by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so we can really amplify this mission. Stay in touch with me and follow me on IG the Black Psychic Librarian, as I love to learn more about you and your spiritual journey. And remember, beloved, you're not crazy, you're clairvoyant. And trust your intuition is trying to tell you something.